Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Anita's excuse today a little bit because her throat is really sore um, because she yelled a lot uh, at me because I did I all <laughs> because I, I moved the furniture wrong and um, this is why she has a cuff now. So I deserve <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> no, you no, no, you don't. I just want to give a good excuse. Oh, you know, and the interesting part is actually um, the topic that we're going to give today is the topic is how to give a speech oh without a cough and with a cough cough with a cough, cough. um well hopefully without one without and, one um, but even though even if you have one you listen closely to anita because she's gonna give you one with a cough exactly <laughs> um this is kind of a weird topic i think but we've had our oldest he had already he had to give speeches at least four times, five times more. at school. Plenty. No, even more. Yeah, book reviews and the normal um, presentations of different topics about like the state we live in and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah or crabs and fish uh, yeah, and jellyfish. Fish. And, and what was it? Um, well, all, all sorts of different topics, yeah. Crickets. Crickets as well. <laughs> yeah, he has had many different ones. And um, of course, at school they learn quite a bit as well. Yep. And since our podcast is not, uh, you know, we we don't want to um, take over the job of the the teachers. Nope. But uh, still, we think that we both have had some experience with um, having to give some presentations ourselves. Yeah. So we want to give our experience as well. Also, there are things in school that you really don't uh, that that are not taught. There are things um, like how to learn. They usually don't teach that at school. They, yeah. they just teach, um, you know, you have to learn this and that. And they leave it up basically to the kids or, well, the parents of the kids um, to teach them how to actually learn and how, how to study. Yeah. If the parents are interested in that area, and I'm, I'm pretty happy that Anita basically is interested in how you can learn better. Um, that's why we could teach our kids, you know, what, what yeah. kind of different techniques are there, how to connect, uh, how to make memories better or how to memorize better. Yeah, well, this is something we're going to do in the future as well. Yeah. Because um, I also know that at least two other students have been surprised about how the way, about that way that our oldest, our oldest <laughs> is uh, learning things. Yeah. Um, he had to study quite a bit of different facts and numbers mm -hmm. for um, H uh, for his, you know, it, it's about landscapes and and uh, I don't know what the subject is called actually. Yeah, what do you I don't call know that either. geography? Maybe a little bit with um, with it's, the science. It's a science geography, but it's uh, also about animals. I mean, it's like everything and biology. Get mixed together, yeah. basically. And at that particular um, test, he had to learn different numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, he had to learn the Autokennzeichen. Um, How do you say that? Plates and the plates, actually car plates. Mm -hmm. Car plates, then the how the country is called and yeah. their capital. 
and the capital and the states and well yeah, that's yeah. quite dry stuff i mean you can look at a map and then look and then oh, try yeah, to memorize it yeah and memorize, it. memorize it yeah. it's quite hard and we made a story we made up a story that he could memorize easily and even the siblings learned that story true they still know it they still two know two years it. later yeah they still know it it's like uh, they they moved <coughs> it. he moved into a house and uh, he was like opening a drawer and stuff like that <laughs> and this is uh, the way we actually taught him how to memorize everything so we connected not only the name but we connected it with something uh, he visited in the house in his in his mind so as to make a stronger memory out of it yeah but more um detail on that on another yeah because exactly. now it's about presentations and how you're going to give presentations and uh well the tips that we learned and something we learned and we might be helpful for you as well so, let's see right in the beginning there was this um graph that i saw where i mean this is probably really basic but you know we approximately we only memorize like 10 percent of the stuff that we only read mm -hmm. then it's about 20 percent um what we read and hear 30 percent what we read hear and see mm -hmm. then 50 percent what we see oh no no wait a second what we only see 30 percent what we see and then 50 percent what we see plus hear. and then it says seven 70% what we tell with our own words and 90% what we do ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is, yeah, this is probably not really exact. I don't it think there matter. is an exact Actually, science behind it, but there's mm. the one thing um, I'm a, uh, right now. I'm a project um, leader in my company, f uh, which has nothing to do with IT, basically. Um, it's about a, a room, we called it Lean Center, which is actually a Volkswagen trademark, um, well, commodity, I guess, um, where you have a, a room or a place where you can learn on the job, but you don't actually do it in the productive environment. It is for us, it's logistics, so you don't actually, you know, do the stuff that you do with a scanner, and uh, you can mess up the, the, the real production, uh, productive environment like like um you know putting wares uh booking out wares or you're putting wares where they don't belong or stuff like that you won't don't want to do that into your um real everyday work but you have a system that is basically um a test system where you can play around and it's basically for for the guys who are new on the job um this is a scanner this is how it works this is what happens when you do it and they can do go through all the motions without impacting the productive environment and which is called lean management it comes from there it's lean center so people learn not only by by listening this is how you do it but by doing the stuff as well yes yeah. and there's another one learning by teaching learning by teaching and this is something what you're doing when you're doing a pre presentation basically okay you have to learn it by yourself mm. you have to study stuff maybe you watch stuff you listen to podcasts maybe yeah. that's more your area of expertise <laughs> i guess <laughs> and then you have to find words how to explain it to mm. others and do it in a way because then you you know you use your body to show things to symbolize things mm. and you, you look for media how to present it better and stuff yeah so it's a great opportunity giving a speech is a great opportunity for you to learn stuff as well okay um a few basic rules when um, making the preparations for the speech it says 
it's better to only use sentences that only contain 10 to 15 words yeah each sentence don't do those really long sentences that i really want to do most of the time yeah don't if you that if you can do it mistakes. snappy and if you can do it short it's always better then um yeah don't use those extra side sentences or how do you call them in english i don't know surplus sentences you know something like that <laughs> you mean and nebensätze also, yeah, yeah that's what i meant okay I don't know if there's an English explanation, but we in German, actually, one thing that is really nice about German <coughs> um, language, and I, this is just a so, short excursion, but um, we do have a lot of commas. Commerce? Commas. Comma. Comma. Yeah, yeah a lot you of commas. In sentences. Yeah. So we know which is the main part of the sentence, and which is like a, a side part, or I don't know, which is like more like, yeah, you can say that or you can leave it out as well. But you know, a comma separates those. And the English language is really lacking. I mean, most languages are They lacking have a few commas. commas but no, not a lot. but but yeah, very few. I mean, uh, learning how where do you put a comma in German sucks. Yeah, it yeah, does. no joke. It but does. Um, it really helps when you read. You know how to actually pronounce it in your head way better. Yeah, and also how to understand it because yeah. I think in the German language we love long sentences. We we do we do, and I, I know German uh, or well English sentences that are really long are really hard to you know um, read in a flow. I find because you don't know there are no commas. There may, there might be some 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 dashes or whatever in, in between, but it's really hard sometimes to you know when you start to know find more sense. Yeah. Oh well. I think I have to look into that. Hmm? Um, It's just what the I noticed. The point is, uh, yeah. try not to use many fill words like um, um uh, or something mm, like that. Yeah. Like, like, uh, so. Which is going to come up mm. again. <laughs> Then, um, rather use indicative than conjunctive. Indicative, conjunctive. Well, this uh, is some grammar stuff that Anita's going to explain in detail right now. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because <coughs> I, I would have to Google it, actually, to be honest. <laughs> rather you say, do this, mm. rather than one should do this. Oh, yeah. Make you it know? an imperative, you know. Im imperative. 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 Yeah. Mm. Make it an actionable sentence. Yeah. Instead of a suggestion to maybe put it in more familiar words. Yeah, and, and uh, use more active than passive yeah. sentences. Uh, rather, two guys robbed a bank mm. instead of a bank was robbed by two guys, yeah. for example. Mm -hmm. Make it very easy. And just recently I heard this um, podcast and they were talking about the Donald Trump and, you know... The smartness of him. Um They they actually they um, they looked at his language and why he was so successful. Mm -hmm. And th there was this other guy uh, who was trying to get elected beforehand, but then he got thrown out. Democrat or and Republican? I don't know. No, I don't remember exactly. I'm gonna have to look it up. Ted again. Cruz. But there was um, someone. Well, Bernie Sanders. He got. The podcast I heard was from the guy who gave him advice about how to give speeches. Mm -hmm. And the one who lost, he was talking in like rather eighth grade level. Mm -hmm. 
while the more successful ones talk in fourth grade level. Wow. So if you want to be successful, mm. dumb it down. No, <laughs> make it easy to understand. Make <laughs> yeah. it easy for everyone to understand. Mm. People want to save their energy. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have already, you know, used up a lot of their energy at work, watching television, wow. <laughs> whatever. I don't, I don't know if that's good advice. They've done that. many interesting sure. things. Yeah. Well, wait a second. If you use only 15, like 10 to 15 senten uh, word sentences mm. um, and you follow all the other advice, it probably comes down to using easy mm. Very simple language, okay. very easy to understand, you know, <laughs> don't make it hard for your audience to understand you. Yeah. I don't so, know if Donald, Donald Trump really fits in because he's, he's well, he's maybe easy to understand, but he's maybe too easy on the okay, content. Don't make it too political. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Um, we, we are we, Europeans we and <laughs> you probably know about the European view. <laughs> so, yeah. Leave it at that. Not not a fan. You said it. I, I said it. I, I told you not to say things yeah, well, like that. You know how it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Then uh, try not to use more than five or six numbers, facts, dates. If you want to use a lot of numbers. I mean, N not more your, your or... math lovers, don't use too many of them. Yeah. It makes it too hard. Then you're on eighth grade level and you're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Then, um, and don't use unnecessary foreign words, complicated words. Oh, but those are the best. Yeah, they, all, they make you feel, feel more special. sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, try to use um, easy to remember pictures, stories, yeah. parables. St stories always work well. Um, you know, what, it, it, it what did Jesus do? Yeah. He used parables. A lot. He mm. used pictures and stories that his audience knew very well because a lot of times uh, when you do a message uh, or if you do a sermon or whatever if you do a speech and um, the thing that that stucks with people is the, the stories exactly is um the the or the, the uh, sometimes not even the message yeah or maybe the introduction but sometimes not even the message that you try to convey but yeah, uh, sadly more, yeah sadly but sometimes the message message is part of the story you, you told and they remember the story so ideally. they remember the message well yes. ideally yeah but that's but how you should do it stories like i remember that one sermon from my um well pastime favorite um preacher called um what was his name dirk No, Benny Hill. Benny, no, 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 Steve, Steve Hill, Steve Hill. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And uh, this one sermon that's still in my mind is five mistakes mankind made, yeah. makes, made, whatever. Um, and, and he basically gives a, a bunch of Some stories. Jokes. I, yeah, joke stories. You know, like the Darwin Awards. First funny time I heard stories. about them, and uh, yeah, tragic, funny, but still funny. And, um, and some some other stuff that I still remember to this day, and it's now what like boah, I don't know, 16 years ago. I really don't. I mean, I even remember the title of the sermon. So so it's because of the stories you told. Lots of funny stories. Yes. Yeah. I I also know that um, when I was on this seminar about how to give speeches in a way. Yeah. 
they give this example of this it was a christian seminar or something and uh, two people were preaching on this uh, particular uh, seminar on that day and people were supposed to give their opinion on who they like better mm. and i think um rick warren was one of the preachers and the other one whose name i don't remember anymore mm. was the other one and everyone liked the other guy better than rick warren rick warren he gave more like this um earnest um very sincere yeah and the other was stern, funny guy yeah and the other one he had um several funny stories mm. and they all knew one of the jokes mm. that he gave but they couldn't remember anything else okay they couldn't remember what he was preaching about so um, ideally use great pictures mm. but it's better if you use them in a way that they it really pulls them into what you want to tell them yeah Don't just use something to warm up the whole thing and they won't remember anything else that would be sad. So use um, use this opportunity. And try letting your audience use all senses. This is actually, stories are doing oh, this. In a way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your senses. Um, yeah. Try to, that they should imagine the whole scene that you are talking about. That mm -hmm. they can Im have an image in their head. Yeah. Maybe even some... Metaf metaphorical speeches, you know, in a way, paint pictures. Yeah. Mm. And uh, maybe even, you know, talk about a smell or whatever. Incorporate more senses. Mm. <laughs> the more senses you incorporate, the, the stronger the memory gets as well. Exactly. Um, and also remember who you're talking to. Uh, who is your audience? Is this an audience? I mean, there is some instances where you can use this eighth grade level mm -hmm. when you know the audience you're talking to is rather sophisticated so it's basically never imagine talking to adults basically um, kids only uh, <laughs> <laughs> no if, if you want to win a political debate stay simple well it depends <laughs> i guess which simple. country you are in honey. Yeah, yeah probably <laughs> yeah actually yeah, it does yeah, yeah. it does yeah. Okay. And there's a many, many... No, no, wait, wait, well, wait. Yeah, but also think about the needs of your audience. Yeah. Is, are these people who are really fresh or do they just come from work? Well, the kids are not going to have that situation. But mm. if it's your classroom and um, the kids are not able to concentrate very well because you're the last person giving your speech... You might think of, you know, opening a window first and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, throw around candy, <laughs> whatever, yep. whatever you can do. So you know that your audience is able to receive what you're talking to them. And then also, do I want to convince or inform? Is it that also makes a difference when you prepare your speech? Yeah. And how to, to approach your audience, I guess. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And uh, where will I hold my speech? That's another one, especially if someone wants to start using um, media, you know? Yeah, don't prepare a whole, like, your, all your slides, PowerPoints, and then, you know, you notice, well, we don't have any projector, we don't have any way to, you know, show your message. So do you have some handouts? Yeah. <laughs> you know, prepare, prepare in advance and check with the venue where you're at. Very important. 
especially with media uh, with technique mm. uh, i mean technology we, technology mm. i mean mm. we have been in african countries yep and we got like sometimes we we got quite some great technology you know slides and whatnot mm. in many countries we couldn't use them nope i mean that sometimes there was not even electricity so all you got is your voice basically and well your hands and to show some signs and there are neat paper tricks that we could teach yeah we still could <laughs> use quite a lot of things but um and, and you can bring bring your props you know you can bring you know a glass of water and a, a water bottle if you want to prove a point of something you know glass half full half empty i don't know there are some tricks that you can do and then incorporate in your speech as well think of something that is practical and yeah, well, maybe easy to bring with you hmm? exactly one of the next points and then also where do i get the best information and how much time do i have available so um, that's something challenging for me sometimes because I tend to over-prepare and have too many points. Mm -hmm. That's why even this podcast might mm. be um, two-parter. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We don't know yet. But um, yeah, just know how much time you have. Mm. You're probably not a podcaster, so you cannot just, you know, stretch mm. the attention of your um, listener too much and then also have a good structure i mean there is this classic five point structure you start with an introduction mm -hmm. which should be um, a jingle a jingle <laughs> hopefully not okay. i mean that would be kind of weird i mean <laughs> it would go up to stage and start with a jingle for you know ted talk it actually would be funny it would be funny yeah going to the stage <laughs> going to the stage waving you first at people start with the jingle right. yeah but um If you don't want to embarrass yourself, you can also start with a joke or with a mini story. And maybe or a personal story might be interesting for me is to uh, introduce yourself. Even if yes. people know you, it's always yes. nice. Always assume there are people who don't know you. So at least state your name. Depending if somebody already gave like, no, next is yeah, well, coming. Of course, if, you, if person, you're introduced, you know. then it's okay. We can still say hi. Yeah. I'm Andre and or Andre and... Um, You know, it would be a nice idea if you would hire another student who would give his introduction, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be great, honey. <laughs> I actually did that once on stage um, with um, uh, a friend of mine who's um, giving a sermon. And uh, I introduced him, you know, with all the fanfare and say, oh, well, he comes a great preacher. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. And yeah, he but came in with him. He, he asked you to do that. Yes, of course. Yeah, but, yes. but it was just an introduction and then he jumped. Mm -hmm with this white suit it was pretty funny oh here it says even you can even use an interesting statistic that sounds like an 80 percent <laughs> of all statistics are false awesome yeah yes how about that a great quote mm. can you quote something i can quote something immediately right jesus now? wept it's bible yes <laughs> john 17 this i don't know but the it's the shortest verse i guess mm -hmm. Or an interesting question. What am I? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. And then you come to the next point. And those are like your three arguments. Can be a bit more, but mm. don't do too many. Try to, try to you know, compor uh, compress it into three. three yeah, try three. Yeah. Maybe with a sub point or whatever. Mm. Can, but but I, I would even go and say um, have... 
if you have to convey a message, if you want to, you know, usually you, you do if you speak in front of others, um, try to find the one sentence that you really, really, really want to bring across. Oh, yeah. That's and to a try very that in just this one sentence or one point you want to make. The most you, important point. Yeah, you, you can have three points, of course, and you can have all different aspects. But think about if you can sum it up into one sentence that you want to bring across and focus on that. I just heard this podcast about um, this guy. He wrote a book on how most of the books can be summarized with one sentence. That's just sad. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, my books that I listen to, no, they cannot be summarized. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're talking about, you know, how-tos and mm -hmm. personal development and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no. So. I, I'd rather listen to stories. They would be kind of boring yeah. in one sentence. Yeah. So, never mind. <laughs> you, you try three arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have or um, points of information, and each argument, you should use some examples or facts or that's where you can bring in the media that we've been talking about before yeah. and uh, another um, advice was here that you use the best argument at the end oh yeah or the okay. best fact that you have yeah. use it at the end so it's like yeah you know if you want to go on about statistic up. in the end you're just gonna say 80% of all statistical data is falsified mm. that's a fact Right? Yeah. Can, can you choose a more interesting topic? No, that, that's very interesting. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm not falling asleep right now. Yeah, and then the closing. Um, the closing should... Um, there could be like a short wrap-up, a short summary of the whole thing. But then you also can give um, ideas of how to solve the story. Like if you're talking about a problem, you mm. know... You're trying to convince uh, the mayor of you, like how bad the city is for pedestrians. And in the end, you give an idea of how he can solve it, whatever. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. Or if it's a convincing thing. Mm -hmm. Or ask others to join your standpoint or to vote for you. Oh, yeah. That's always <coughs> Hey, it can always go 50-50. Goodbye, UK. <laughs> political yeah. again it just happened yeah, it just it's happened. history actually now <laughs> yeah it's history now and uh, or you, you give um, you connect with the beginning of your story I mean if you gave a question in the beginning mm. maybe now you can give an yeah, answer you go full or you circle can ask, and, yeah you yeah. go full circle That's you good. make a, diff a connection to the beginning and of course thank your audience as if you got uh, re just received an Oscar What, really? No, you don't have to dramatize <laughs> like that. Don't let your tears flow in the end. That could be embarrassing in Unless class. Unless you're really emotional. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for listening to me and the teacher. No. Um, okay, so now you have written down everything. Of course, you have like, like smart Anita has. points, everything. You're proud of yourself. Maybe, honey, and this is just a suggestion, but all the points you make, maybe to every podcast, you should just copy them and, you know, we put them as a PDF or something, um, attach it to the podcast. Why not? How about that? There's other people doing that. Wow. Yes. And I'm not the first are. to think of it. But they have um, personal assistants or... Um, well, let's put it that way. I have personal assistants and you. 
<laughs> she's gonna hit me now. At least she's got the Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it would be you know a waste if you just throw the papers away. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. So you know, we'll see. No, but I'm talking about papers right now. Okay, yeah. you have everything prepared, right? Yeah. Nice, wonderful papers with your pictures and your audio um, incorporation of your you know multimedia stuff bird mm. that makes chirping noises and what now whatever yeah if you're talking about a bird um and then you start writing all of those things down again but on small cards oh. i mean you haven't probably ever seen somebody on television using huge papers they like usually use teleprompters yeah exactly <laughs> hey t- yeah, i know tv is cheating <laughs> <laughs> That would be nice, like in class, if you have a teleprompter. I don't would know. Would be it's, nice. Yeah, it's you the know, same with if you have cards. Yeah, you can use cards. Yeah, that's more subtle. Yeah, and there is some people still using them, even on Wetten das. Even a, there, a, a show which does no longer exist. Show. I'm sorry, honey. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, we, we don't have TV oh, at no, it home. Doesn't exist so, anymore. No, it doesn't. Oh no, it's over. It I died. used to watch it all the time. I know, back like 40 years ago. I'm so young. <laughs> I know. Okay, you can still use small cards. Yeah. Because this very popular show proved it. <laughs> oh, this is so did, sad. Did, did he use cards? Yes, he did. He did? Yes, he had no cards way. in his hands. Okay. I mean, not all the time. He would, you know, tuck them away sometimes. But yeah. Okay. So, only write on one page. It's weird if you have to flip them. It's not, not okay. Well, that's not very green of you. Yeah. <sighs> Sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Save the environment. Still, don't <laughs> flip them. Then, and also, don't write too small. Yes, you can prove your say your point again. Save the it's environment. It's not very green of you. Don't write too small. <laughs> Except if you have very excellent vision. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I make that? <laughs> then also, you can use markers in different colors. What? What? That's not very green you of you. You can underline a sentence. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and, and so they stick out? Yeah, because then sometimes it's easier to structure. You know, oh. ah, the red ones were the, the bad points and the green ones were the positive points. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Use whatever markers and colors I you like. I never used any markers ever so far. But I think for the next time I'm going to do that, I might just do that. You think of your wife and you're going to do it. I think of my wife and yes. say, I'm going to mark this down right now. And you can even um, use little signs or pictures to remind yourself of gestures you want to make or... <laughs> gestures you want to make. This sounds funny, I know. <coughs> Here's where I do the hula hoop. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> where I do the gorilla sound or... <laughs> I don't know. This, this is a totally not planned movement um, right now, dear yeah, audience. Yeah, do the hokey pokey right here yeah. or something. And this yeah. is where I slap my forehead. <laughs> okay. Face palm right well, now. Of course, it depends on your subject. And um, I kind of... I cannot make any predictions, but well, um, there's let's let's put it that way. There's so much that you can't plan, and some things should just happen once you're on stage. Unle- okay, unless but you're you know, really, we're really, talking... really nervous and you really don't know what to do, then maybe put those you know emotions in there or or movements in there, because <laughs> because I sure never did that. 
But can't you make like a little sign? Um, this is for um, slide number one. Maybe. Not for a gesture, but this is for slide number two, slide number three, whatever. Things like that. Yeah. If it helps you, do it. If it doesn't, like for yeah. you, don't. <laughs> don't, okay. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. And prepare well. Know your cards. Yeah, know that's what you're very true. Know your slides, about. know your cards. Yeah. Be able to answer questions. Yeah. I mean, if you have the subject and you have been preparing for it for a long time mm. and you stand in front of the mayor and you want to convince him mm. that he should build some effing yeah. also, pedestrian <laughs> Also, things. Uh, anticipate the questions. Yes. That's really important. Think about what could be asked. Uh, so you don't get you know caught on a, what do you call wrong foot yeah that's really important too be able to answer them mm -hmm. yeah and um it would be a nice thing if you know the first sentence and the last sentence by heart if you already know them um and you don't have to look into a card mm -hmm. it's a nice thing when you start and you can look into the eyes of your um yeah Audience, audience and and at the end you can also address them again that's actually and why i like to do introduce my like to introduce myself because i usually know my name i know um i can say hello to people and i can say thank you for coming basically yeah which, which is what i usually do and i just saw that i forgot to talk about my um most uh, the media that i like the most my favorite podcasts no no <laughs> when giving a speech yes This is something I cannot do, actually, because on this um, seminar that I did, of course, we had the opportunity of using flip charts, of using PowerPoint. I mean, PowerPoint is not in anymore, is it? Is it, anybody still using PowerPoint? Everyone is using PowerPoint. They are? Still, yes. It's still? Okay. Yes, it's the go-to, depending on how you um, do your slides. So okay. That yeah, you probably can use different apps now or... No, no, know. no, just how you do your slides, what you put on them. Okay. That's uh, the, the key part. But everyone is still doing But problems. I still know so many examples of how they didn't work. Yeah. Something that uh, something didn't work. Or they had the digital presentation, but then one slide was missing, whatever. And there was always something embarrassing. I've had this happening many times. So bad preparation, basically. Yeah, it's probably bad preparation or it is because um, the technique guy didn't wasn't really fit and, and somebody else had to jump in in his place and i don't know yeah, well if if you have a powerpoint slide or if you have anything um usually you bring them with uh, on your usb stick you bring your own notebook and um you just <laughs> you just have a backup Because if yours don't work, there's maybe the, the IT guy, power generator, yeah, yeah, whatever you know. What there's a, there's a guy um, who owns the equipment, and he says, "Well, you got the file somewhere. Yeah, I got the file. You give it to him." Also, don't just bring a PowerPoint or Microsoft Office. This is me, the IT guy, talking. But bring a PDF as well, because that is usually usually readable on every known device to man. Yes, PDF, great. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know that you can just scroll through. Or there's a, even a self-executing PowerPoint files. You can do them as well. Oh, yeah. That you nice. don't need the, the, the PowerPoint program for that. Okay. But now if you're making a smaller presentation mm. that you don't have like hundreds, hundreds of different uh, people in your audience, but yeah. just 20 people like yeah. in a classroom, yeah. then a flip chart is awesome. Yeah. I know. It's last century. 
No, 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 it's not like that. I, I don't mind digi digital stuff. It's just um, you have to calculate in that you need a lot of time for that. Because it usually takes a lot. At least if you prepare beforehand, of course not. Yeah. But sometimes you just enter a room and it, it's, it's new, you know. If you have the time to prepare a flip chart, then yes, of course, I would, I would go, yeah, do okay, that. I wouldn't say that it takes more time than the digital part. Yeah, it all Does depends it? If, if you can be in that room beforehand. Yeah. Or, or if, if you want to carry the flip chart with you. Exactly. Yeah. Or in class, of course, you can do it some on the board itself. Yeah, but if, if you start, it doesn't involve too many different slides. The thing I mean, is, if, 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 if you start drawing once you give your speech, uh, it'll take a long time. So if you can prepare in prepare in, in advance, that's a yeah. big benefit. Okay, no, but not necessarily. Of course, it depends on the subject. It depends on the topic that you have. Yeah. But I remember giving a speech that was. Um, We had like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's like the usual time that the kids have for their speeches. Mm -hmm. And I had to give it. I was able to use my own media. Mm -hmm. What else I chose. And. <coughs> sorry. I chose to pick a flip chart. Mm -hmm. And I almost didn't have to prepare anything. I just drew. Well, it was a weird topic. I talked about uh, what I did at church at that time, and that was the kids ministry in the very small group who mm. were called the sheep group. So I drew a sheep, but not immediately. Like at first I drew only the head, mm -hmm. and I talked about the beginning, like what we do right in the beginning oh, of well, yeah. the meeting, you know? Okay. And then I, you know, I, I did it, like I did different sectors mm -hmm. each time, mm -hmm. and I wrote um, different, um, I think it was every word started with the same uh, letter. Okay. So I could use it several, several times mm. on this very uh, one picture. I just used one picture and then it was easy. It took, um, and it also took away my nervousness mm. since I had to do something. Mm. You know, I had to turn around. Uh, this is also another important point. Um, you shouldn't talk and... Um, turn around yeah, and, and look to the board while you're drawing yeah. talk then turn around it's it feels uncomfortable at that moment yeah because for there's yourself. silence yeah. yeah because there's a little silence yeah but for the audience it's not awkward at all no because they're gonna watch closely what yeah. you're doing mm. they are just watching what you're doing and therefore this is perfect also when you're more if you tend to more nervousness mm. this can take it a little bit away because you're also holding a pen in your hand you have something to do and um, this can be a great help then uh, body language oh is a big part okay um, also important for you because you yeah. uh, you tend to pace sometimes I do I think yes yeah. I go up and down I don't stand still you don't and I've heard some feedback mm -hmm. that some people find that a little annoying distracting. yes mm -hmm. and distracting yeah. it's hard to listen um, it's better not to pace mm -hmm. it's it doesn't mean that you have to stand still all the time that can also be very stiff and awkward and the audience might think you know it's, mm -hmm. it's weird to listen to someone like that um, but a very very good um exercise that you can do is look at TED Talks or Talk Talk. Okay. <laughs> What's the video that you showed me? 
Well, that was something, yeah. I, that was a mockery of uh, the TED Talks. Awesome. It was basically awesome video. Summer, I'm gonna have to link it up. It was a summary of how all TED Talks are basically basically are. Yes. Yeah. And he just explained all the movements and why he was doing it and talking about But they're about classic. Yeah. And those are the basic things about giving a speech. Mm. Not just on TED Talk. Mm. In general. Everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's... Every preacher is doing that. Many the, people the are doing longer this. usually, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Preachers are taking much more time. But yeah. Stand up tall was the first one uh, don't slump down don't look like a witch or like someone who wants to hide okay it's not the best for you because then you don't feel confident mm -hmm. being slumped down and it's also not so good for your voice and the audience as well then uh, stand secure so no this is actually a good um, advice for the women if you want to look good and you use those really high heels mm -hmm. And you're nervous it's not a good combination yeah if you walk around and you even have to feel like you have to you know uh, make Con adjustments for your skirt because it tends to go up or whatever <laughs> okay so just try to um, stand casually leisurely uh, not too stiff and not too also loose. have a comfortable clothes yeah clothes that you really feel comfortable in not like you're dressing up for something special because even if it is something special it shouldn't be far out of your normal like what is normal for you because then you might feel awkward and it makes the audience feel awkward well, as well for us guys uh, actually working and uh, you know um, being in a, in a work environment uh, maybe even management Uh, work environment um, of course you have to adjust for that you have to wear a suit uh, even if suits are not really your strong type or not really what you like to wear a lot but but still there are occasions where uh, you just put them on in order to uh, bring a point across even better yeah that's right just but happened I think to me actually still with guys even uh, when having to wear a suit it can be more comfortable than some corset and high heel and yeah you know, I, i wouldn't wear high some heels women to be are honest doing. yeah yeah true yeah and then also uh try not to lean on something or like in class sometimes uh people try to sit behind a desk which also gives this barrier between you and mm. your audience which is not ideal it's better not to have stuff in front of you or it seems It makes you like being stuck between a desk and a wall. Mm. So it's better to stand freely. And um, this way you're more secure and strong. Try to stand calmly, which we've been talking about before. <coughs> so don't um, pace, twitch and dance. Or what some women are doing, this uh, gesture, putting the hair behind their ear all the time when they're nervous. Mm. You've ever noticed that before with some people or having to adjust your um, tie? No. Is there some gestures you ever notice on somebody else? That they R would do ring, again and again? Wringing your hands, maybe? No. 
No, I don't really know because I don't watch that many people. I'm actually giving speeches or something like that. I don't, you know, really pay attention to that kind of stuff. But haven't you ever made that game with, you know, when you um, with other students? It's basically that you what would... they say. It's basically what they say. How many arms uh, um, okay. you know, do they say in their speeches? It's when you just have the the auditory, um, you know, version of it, you don't see the person. Then it's it's basically um, just you. What kind of amount of, of filler words they use? Mm? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Filler words, of course, uh, take um, yeah, which notice. Yeah, we And then also, uh, but some gestures are really great. So this is where again you can look at TED talks. Yeah, we, or this talk. I, no, no, actually, we know some one gesture, and um, if I do it, you would instantly know which person I mean. I know. <laughs> I remember. Francois Voslo. Yes. Yes. He always like spread his arms to like embrace us all. The ship's company. This was back when we were on the ships, and he was like. You know, <laughs> My people, or what would he say? Uh, friends, or he had a spe specific way of talking to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but you know this these arms wide that was Being kind of spread his wide move. and like kind of yes. embracing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and this one I've been talking about before. Don't show the cold shoulder. If you ever turn away from the audience, like when you're drawing something on the board, for mm. instance. Don't talk at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't correlate. Yeah, doesn't mean that you ever you cannot ever turn away. No, but you will not be understood well. Yes, mm. and it also doesn't make the best um, impression. Impression, mm. and also um, yeah, mucken uh, those weird <laughs> things that you make ticks. sometimes. If you have ticks, mm. if you practice beforehand mm. in in front of somebody else, ask them. What kind of ticks? Because sometimes you, have? you don't notice yourself. Yeah. Um, or you re record yourself. This is something I've written down for later as well. But mm. if you record yourself and you look at yourself, you're gonna notice. I think most people are. Most do, yeah. When you look at your, you're like, oh my god, I'm doing this, and I never noticed, you yeah. know. Yeah, do that. And um, if you're a non-mover, like some people actually really stand very stiffly. They don't move. They don't make any gestures. Their hands are stuck at their sides. You know, mm. this is, I think, rather rare, but some people do. Then um, let your hands be more free. And for instance, one thing that you can do is have your cards on one hand, and the other one should be talking as you're talking. Yep. That your hand also. Um, it's uh, underlining whatever you're saying. Part of the message. Mm. Exactly. Okay. okay. And uh, of course, your face. Try to look friendly. You you might be nervous, but um, usually when you're nervous, you're also smiling. You're trying to show your yeah friendliness wins hearts. Teeth. Yeah, it's always it's great. <laughs> Smile. Look friendly. Um, also show feelings, especially if it's something emotional. If you're trying to convince someone, please don't cry. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably not ideal, especially if it's a very short speech. Then it's kind of weird. Yeah. Depending on the subject, you yeah. know, and um, try to have eye contact, especially in the beginning and the end. Yeah, look at them. Even if you, if you can't really see them, because sometimes there are a lot, there's a, like lights. the lights. Oh yeah. They're they're really like bright and and you are very clearly visible. 
but you don't see anything of your audience, uh, which is okay. You can still look at them and pretend you see them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then try as if you're looking at faces. Yeah. Sometimes you can somehow recognize someone, look for that friendlier person. Also look into your voice. Mm -hmm. It should be loud and clear. This goes along with uh, standing straight. Helps a lot with the the volume of you know your your corpus. <laughs> yeah, and right at the beginning you can even ask the question sometimes. Uh, can you hear me clearly? In the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have to adjust. There are different. <laughs> uh, there are actually different techniques how to make your sound be heard way better without straining yourself. Because usually when you try to speak louder, and um, this is a kind of a public speaking um, courses that you go through. Uh, usually what people do a lot of times they go uh, higher an octave higher and they go higher and higher but their voice will be less heard less heard even if, if they think they go louder even if they think they're starting screaming they will be less heard because you don't if you put pressure into your voice and if you you know like push speak it out from your there belly. yeah speak from your belly um it'll travel f further mm -hmm. And a bit stronger. This is more clearly. Yeah, you really. If you have trouble with that and speaking loud, loudly, um, one of those courses. Uh, usually, people that do theater, they know very well how to, um, you know, act with their voices and how to um, put out or well get out the best out of your voice. That's another topic that I want to look into yeah. and that I want to study about. Yeah, I actually had a couple of those well. courses, um, and uh, they were really uh, well <coughs> beneficial, I'd say. I very much believe you. I don't have the best voice today, but yeah, <laughs> yeah try and not to cough uh, while you give a, um, a presentation, right? Or a podcast. <laughs> yeah. At least we can press the P key. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and, and try to be more uh, clear and exact. Then it yeah. feels comfortable. Yeah, make Some, really wide mouth movements more than you usually do. That helps a lot because it helps does, pronunciation. Especially when you're doing your practice. Yeah. When you do your speech, of course, most of the time we tend to be quicker and faster Yeah. when we do our speech. But, and therefore, when doing the practice, mm. it's more beneficial to do it slower mm. and Have you also heard about the cork uh, exercise? The what? The now? cork exercise. No. You put a cork in your mouth, mm -hmm. and you uh, it. grab it with your teeth. Yeah. And as you have a cork on your mouth, yeah, you try to talk so that everyone still can Hear understand you. you. Okay, great. And uh, <laughs> this is something that this guy did every single time when he drove his car i even feel like i'm talking clearer right now yeah he But does this in his car i mean it looks weird mm -hmm. to the other car drivers sometimes yeah, you know he doesn't care but I if guess. you do this for mm. a little wow. longer time you mm. don't you only have to do it a few minutes mm. it improves your speech immediately okay it's great great practice great so, trick cork in my mouth yes mm. mental note <laughs> Uh, and right next to it, also try to slow down mm. because nervousness usually makes you really fast. Slow down. Down. Yeah. 
And then I got another uh, few great exercises that you can do beforehand. Mm. Um, Drink a lot. Yeah, if you're <laughs> really nervous and you want to make a really bad impression. <laughs> But then some other tips might be um, take a newspaper if you have one. Yeah, well, We don't. find someone find who has a newspaper. Or the internet. What? Yes. That. And search for different articles like um, a grieving speech. Or how do you say it in English? Trauerrede. Um, yeah, well, when, when you're grieving, when somebody died, and, yeah. and the grieving speech, mm. and just read it, read it, and use your tone of voice, your, uh, and experiment. How would you say it? Mm. How would you talk about this person yeah. that you're reading about? Then uh, some something, a juristic plaidoyer. A what? Ah, oh, uh, uh, if, um, if you do like in front of a court or in, inside a, a court, um, in front of a jury, in front of a, a judge, or um, like a crime story, mm. short crime story, then you're gonna use a different tonality again. Yeah. Or a sports commentator, they have also a very oh, distinct yeah. way of talking. And, and this is now since we've got the European Championship going on right now. And check the Icelandic uh, narrator, because he is fantastic. The Iceland yeah, guy. Yeah, the Icelandic world uh, sports commentator. Mm -hmm. He's nice. actually he's a he's a YouTube hit now, right? Because he's going berserk. And Iceland uh, is an amazing team to follow. Just saying, a big fan. Awesome. Awesome. They are. On yeah. Sunday, it's going to be the next match, and they're going to kick out France. Now you know. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and then also check out uh, other things like a commercial or um, love story. A what now? Check it out and <laughs> try. Experiment. <laughs> and now about um, practicing is the next point. Hmm. Uh, do it by yourself several times before you start doing it uh, in front of others. So you ask all of your friends. Come over, bring some beer and popcorn. <laughs> or, or maybe just a popcorn and soda. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and then uh, also get some feedback. I mean, this might be a little painful. At first. Especially if you have friends who are very um, outspoken and don't yeah. take a, a, a paper in front of their mouth. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> That's how you say it in German. <laughs> yeah, that are very direct uh, and upfront. Yes, but still learn to take it. Every criticism can improve your, can can improve you. Definitely. So every feedback is a present, as they said in our seminar. And they are friends, so yes. You, know. you can practice in front of a camera, as we just said beforehand. Mm. And um, a nice thing is if you could practice in the room where you're going to do the presentation. Yeah. Mostly, it's not going to be possible, but sometimes. It is. It's got, it is. And, and then it's a really good thing that you, if you can practice if there. If you have a rehearsal there, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's also where you can check out spots where you can focus on as you're doing the, the speech. Try to look for friendly eyes, if it's possible, and the, mm -hmm. um, the lights With not the lights, too bright. Yeah. And um, build in some positive advice without letting it make you crazy. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, Don't seem crazy. <coughs> no, I'm saying, um, Aaron, uh, 
Our oldest. Our oldest. Uh, he uh, did this uh, speech in front of the camera and he also got some feedback from myself, my sister and my um, brother-in-law, brother. almost like brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I also felt by watching him as we gave the advice that it was almost overwhelming for him. Uh. He looked at us like, I'm trying to remember all of this uh, and not to make this gesture and not to say this and not to do this, you know. Uh. And that's where I toned it down and I told him, you know, just remember these two things mm. instead of too many things. Just try not to remember all the things. Yeah. that you're getting as feedback yeah, sometimes it can be too overwhelming focus on two things and first and then maybe yes. on the next two things the next second time so through. just try to improve every speech and if you're doing some of the mistakes that you did beforehand uh, like yeah, in your happen. previous speech that's gonna happen it's fine mm. just try to improve a little because too much advice can also make you crazy and then you're too nervous only focus on a few things mm. I think that can be very um Uh, beneficial and then about how you can deal with nervousness that's something um Audrey doesn't have any problems with and so he cannot really give advice except drink yeah that's, that's <laughs> universal advice you know our universal advice we're gonna have to give like a little booklet okay. I have the universal advice which I've given several times already yeah your third one is just drink Just drink. Yeah, drink. <laughs> Alcohol makes it trouble. All go away. Except maybe Anita's cough. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> But um, it, this was a weird advice that I read. <sighs> Bring some paper clips that you can bend beforehand. Okay. If you're nervous, if you have nervous hands. Yeah. This would not help me, but interesting advice. Maybe it helps somebody. But, but think about the environment, honey. Oh, yes. <laughs> Or you can bring like one of these stress balls. Actually, I got a stress squeeze. ball today. Did I tell you? you? Yes. No, I didn't. Uh, in form of a of a bee. Oh, that's nice. You're gonna show me our wireless. Um, uh, what do you call it? Vendor. Okay, you're gonna have to show Arrow me. Arrowhive, which is like with a bee. It's a squeezable bee. Nice. Mm. Nice. Okay. Then also, and this is uh, where I've read about this study where people. Like there were two groups. Mm. I think I've been talking about this beforehand. I don't Maybe. know. And one group was asked to um, say one sentence to themselves. I'm calm and mm. collected, whatever. Yeah. I, I'm really calm. And the other group? And the other group uh, had to say, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. Guess which group did better. The excited one. Yes. Because they I were mean, happy to go out there. They were happy to present. Yeah, but also excitement, the, the um, emotion of excitement is closer to this nervousness. Yeah. If you're very nervous and you have to calm down, th but that's an emotion. Also, that is it gives you something to look forward to. There's stuff to look forward. If you're just calm, it's more like you're, you're bored and then, then you go on stage and you become nervous and you're no longer calm and you know it. So you cannot really, you know lie but, to yourself but yeah, being excited yeah, it's like lying to yourself yeah. yes but being excited this is like the, the right emotion to go to it, yeah it's, because it's, it's, it's a chance closer. you can deliver something and yeah definitely go with excitement then also take some big breaths oh <sighs> that's how you try to calm yourself down of course but uh just in general mm. people try breathe 
If you're nervous, you breathe very shallow and deep breaths can uh, deliver some oxygen. And, and don't do them as, oh, I want to calm down, but just take deep breaths so you, you yeah. have air. Pause. You pause. don't have to go like a, like a waterfall, but, but pause, brace yourself, you know, pace yourself. Yes. And also try to get into a positive mood. Um, yeah. Have rather positive self-talk, which especially is very important for young people. Yeah. I think your worries, kids often worry, what are the kid and the other kids going to think? Are they going to laugh at me? Yeah. Are they going to think that I'm uh, ridiculous uh, and We're things like that? Fun of me and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your self-talk can be very important. And it's uh, good if you can just say to yourself, like, I'm excited and I'm going to give my best and my audience will love listening to me. Mm. Say something positive about yourself. Yeah. So you can get uh, excited about going on stage. Yes. Okay. All right. That's basically it for our presentations. And... Um Yeah, if you have any questions, write to us, you know, ask us uh, any way you, you deem fit. And we'd be happy to, you know, share our little nugget of knowledge, I guess. Yes. And uh, that's it for today. So have a good day. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you.